This is a CBC Podcast. We've been talking about goals for the new year. Maybe you're a premier with an adversarial relationship with your colleagues in Ottawa. And you might say, as you're reflecting at the end of December, that regionalism isn't working that well, and you'll tone it down. Then the new year rolls around, and you're reaching for the chips, and you haven't gotten up the couch. I mean, your social media posts are all about how bad the guys in Ottawa are. What happened to the new approach? For the latest on that and a new oversight body for police in our province, we've reached our political panel. Adam Hunter covers politics for CBC Saskatchewan. Murray Mandrick writes a column in the Regina Leader Post, and they both join us every week at this time. Happy New Year, Adam. Happy New Year, Steph. Happy New Year, Murray. Happy New Year. Uh, Adam, what can you tell us about police oversight in Saskatchewan? Well, it's finally happening in a way that it's happened in other provinces for quite some time now. Saskatchewan was one of the last two provinces to put this in place. And what it is, is in cases where there's a a death in custody or a death uh, involving someone or there's a police officer involved, uh, typically a police service will call another police service who will take over the investigation. Now, the Serious Incident Response Team, which is made up of four former police officers and and it's led by a civilian uh, who's a lawyer, they will take that over and oversee that investigation and also investigate cases in which there's an allegation of sexual assault or domestic uh, violence involving an officer. And from uh, talking to different police chiefs and, 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 they say that this is something that's a long time coming in Saskatchewan. They're welcoming it. Uh, this is uh, something they say it's going to increase, uh, you know, the the confidence in policing. That's what that's the message from the civilian Greg Goodlow, who who leads the CERT uh, a team right now. And this is something that has happened in other provinces for for quite some time. Uh, BC had has had one. Alberta, Manitoba. So Saskatchewan's had time to kind of develop this. They have. Ha- put an uh, open to file in every case since April 1st of the last year in which they would be involved, including uh, Miles Sanderson. They're involved in that in, in some capacity. So this is a change that's been called for for quite some time in Saskatchewan. It's finally uh, taken over uh, as of January 1st. Marie, how significant is this? It's fantastically significant in this province and is uh important as, as it is and as far as much criticism is is due to the Saskatchewan party government for being slow in implementing this after 15 years look at the history of this province and consider the name of Neil Stone, uh, Stonechild or something that you may remember a little bit better called Starlight Tours in which uh, police officers in that city were accused of taking young Aboriginal men and women to the outside of the city where they froze to death as happened to uh, uh, Neil Stonechild. And although the the results of the inquiry into Neil Stonechild's death wasn't completely conclusive and that there were other matters taken into account in terms of the police uh, conduct, we didn't have an official body. Think of us not having an official body in today's modern age of Black Lives Matter and George Floyd. Think of it in terms of everything that, that's going on, as Adam outlined in the other province, this is long overdue, and the problem hasn't just been uh, the fact that SAS Party uh, uh, has been slow to this. This recommendation was supposed to happen after Neil Stonechild, and it didn't. And the, that is the problem in this problem. I think this is a big step to healing uh, in, in Saskatchewan, and I'm very glad that they finally moved forward with this. I wish they had done it slightly differently. I wish there was more of a civilian component. I wish there was more of an Aboriginal component, but one step at a time.
The government is also making some recommendations after a family came to the legislature this past fall and had their case raised by the opposition. Adam, what can you tell us about Shane Turner and his family's concerns? A little more than a year ago in November, Shane Turner uh, was admitted to hospital in Regina, treated for an overdose. He was stabilized overnight and then discharged. Uh, he'd asked to be put into detox, and and that didn't happen. There were no detox beds available. Uh, sadly, a few hours later, he took a, a lethal amount of fentanyl and died. Uh, his family came to the legislature last year uh, calling for an inquest. Now, the inquest wasn't granted, but uh, Chief Coroner Clive Wayhill did hold, hold a news conference yesterday outlining the recommendations he's made after reviewing that case at the family's request, uh, one of which is to have a, a more of a clear protocol between emergency departments and detox centres to try and find beds in, in cases, uh, to prevent cases like what happened with Shane Turner. The other one is to have uh, naloxone kits uh, given to people as they leave if they've been treated for an overdose or dealing with a drug addiction. Uh, the SHA has responded. They're going to look into these recommendations. The family says they're devastated that there wasn't an inquest, but they're hoping that the, there will be some, some good to come out of this and the recommendations will be adopted. Murray, what do you make of this response by the government? I, I don't really particularly understand the coroner's uh, explanation that his that since this I- incident because it was raised in the legislature already had a bit of public prominence and we already knew the issue uh, that there was no need for an inquiry the fact of the matter is that uh, an inquiry automatically dem- demands accountability he's obviously recognized uh, the problems at ha- hand and the problems at hand seem to be the fact that protocol wasn't followed we need to know why protocol wasn't followed, why there was no naloxone kit available, or why there was no automatic recommendation to available beds in a detox center. And that's what the frustration of the family. They still did not get the answers uh, to those uh, questions. I hope that this moves the ball forward, but I think had we had an inquest or an inquiry actually examining the whys of this story, I think it would have been moved forward a little bit more quickly. Adam, as I alluded, the Premier has also talked with you and others about toning it down a bit when it comes to fighting Ottawa this year. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, we're all uh, you know do, going through our resolutions and trying not to break them. And I <laughs> think uh, the Premier's... Uh, your interviews with with journalists, including myself, and uh, specifically with Murray's colleague Jeremy Symes, where he he was quoted as saying uh, you know, that there's been far too much regionalism, and and that he, you know he needs to uh, tone that down a little bit in 2023. Well, it's easier said than done, and and there you know have been some tweets from the premier still critical of the federal government, and it's it's in keeping with what's the pattern that we've seen, you know, since he became premier and increasingly, I think in the last uh, several months when there's, you know, numerous examples of, uh, the premier and, and his government uh, almost weekly either writing a letter uh, critical of the federal government or uh, s- sending out social media blasts or uh, through the media itself, the traditional media. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if if that is something the premier is taking uh, more of a more of a, a look to in the in 2023. But uh, we haven't heard from him uh, yet in this year. He hasn't done any media, so we'll have to wait and see what whether he follows through with that. Murray, we have a lot of life experience. It takes a while to set a new habit, right? So what do you think will happen with this resolution by the Premier? Well, he tweeted uh, 
something very negative about the federal government on January 3rd. So I'd like to congratulate him for lasting a little longer with his resolution than mine to lose weight. But <laughs> you know, in, in fairness, World Juniors, stress eating. I'm no kidding, hard. right? Yeah, Even was, the yeah. pacing wouldn't wear off the chips. Yeah, except if, if Langenager was in goal, we would have won earlier. But, uh, <laughs> but the, the, here is the seriousness of the situation. And it is serious because we're listening to uh, Federal Natural Resources Minister Jonathan Wilkinson talk about just transition aimed at, I think, mostly uh, the oil uh, sands, but we'll see. Uh, we're, we're looking at a situation where there could be significant numbers of natural resources, oil field jobs being peeled off in Saskatchewan, being converted elsewhere. Well, where will, will the new jobs be? Will they be better? Like, how good is it going to be for national unity if uh, we are having EV plants in built in Ontario and losing jobs in, in uh, Alberta and Saskatchewan? And this is a big, serious problem. So my point being is I think we need a, a, a premier that picks his spots better in terms of fighting this. You can't fight every little tiny battle because it, it, it then just sounds like political bickering and complaining. And it doesn't do much for your natural, national credibility, uh, your ability to make your case on the national stage. He needs to stop doing that with, with petty tweets and stuff. But there are big, serious issues. And the Liberal government here has to be awoken to the fact that there's a big, ugly reality out here uh, in Western Canada that they need to deal with. And I think that the Premier could make his points much better if he subscribed to his resolution and acted a little less uh, regionalistic, or better yet, just picked his spots a little uh, wisely and complained when it really, really mattered. Thank you, guys. Nice to talk with you again. You bet. Thanks, Happy Seth. New Year. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.